It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you be, be my neighbor? <laughs> Y'all don't know this, but he's actually changing shoes right now. He's putting on a cardigan. My cardigan's on. I'm not putting it on. It's on. I'm ready to fight. You changed cardigans. That's what it was. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I put what a weird start to a show. <laughs> Watching this man change into a different cardigan than the one he walked in in. Oh, uh, yeah. Change his shoes. <laughs> I never I never watched much of Mr. Rogers. What the heck? What do you mean you never watched much of it? Well, on other channels, like Scooby-Doo was on at the same time. So if you got to choose between Mr. Rogers and Scooby-Doo. Hmm. I watch Mr. Rogers all the time. Huh. Good for you. Maybe that's why I'm so just chill and cool. Yeah, that's what it is. Because that's what you are. Sure. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Welcome to the podcast. My name is Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. And I'm too cool Trevor Cowan. No, you're not too cool. <laughs> Say it right. Too sweet. <laughs> and this is Reforming Manhood, the podcast where we talk live from a Christian male perspective. Oh. You having a better week? Yeah. Me too. The fact that you don't edit our podcast <laughs> makes it a better week for me. You gonna let that go? Never in my life. You gotta quit living in the past. It's the living. future. We're eating steak all the time. Hold on, hold on. In the past, there was jokes that were made that didn't make the podcast. So yeah, that makes my future. That makes my future a little less cheerful. <laughs> <laughs> you miss cheese, don't you? I do miss cheese. We've been carnivoring and. uh Ten out of ten, I do recommend. I'd say eight. Eight out of ten. Okay, it's really more like a six and a half. <laughs> At some point, you're like, man, I'd really like to just change up this texture of food in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not the worst thing. And I think I, could, I, can, I can do this for a month and hopefully find some pretty high health benefits. And then... What about to my birthday? Because that's how long we're going till. Well, mine is before then. I'm going to have cheesecake on my birthday. Oh, that's true. I forgot and about that. then, then I can kick it back in again. So... Forgot about that. Yeah. But uh, I will eat your cheesecake so you can go all the way to your birthday. Don't worry. <laughs> your slice of my cheesecake will be eaten by me. Some people would say cheesecake's on cardboard diet, right? I don't know. It really depends. <laughs> it's really weird. The it's people, cheese. Yeah. Which is not meat. But... <laughs> People, it's really funny the things people want to include. Wait, wait, carnivore, just meat. Can you eat beans? Was it ever a living being? No, then no beans. But you can have cheese and dairy. No, that would be the, um, not carnivore, but like animal, <laughs> animal based diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, really, it's just as anti vegan as we can get, you know? <laughs> I'm eating enough steak for me and all the other vegans in the world. <laughs> so it's not been miserable. Um, I tried liver. Gross. How was it? Miserable. <laughs> ah. uh, it's like, uh, like this. Imagine this just meat paste. Oh, you know how you know how you get like huh? <laughs> you know you have like tomato paste that you put in things. Yeah, just imagine that, but in a meat form. Oh. I actually saw this thing yesterday at the grocery store. I hate liver. Like sla- it was with all the cheese. I don't remember what it was called, but I read it, and it definitely said pork liver and chicken liver, or pork pork liver and chicken hearts, or it was something like, like that. Just like meat jam, huh? <laughs> it was no, it was it was worse. It almost looked like tofu, like a brick of tofu. Ugh. 
Ugh. I did not buy that. Yeah, no, I'm out. It just looks disgusting. You know, you know what cracked me up is people are listening to us ramble. <laughs> <laughs> when I text you midweek and you're like, I don't know, I feel like I need some magnesium and some uh, some enzymes. I'm like, I, I got some blood cramps. <laughs> I was like, hang on, electrolytes. <laughs> electrolytes, yeah. I was like, hang on, you didn't. You didn't monitor what you're eating when you did Waterburger diet for I a week. I wasn't on a wa- I wasn't on a diet. I was eating Waterburger every day for a month. <laughs> That's so you didn't care what your electrolytes or no, your no. I didn't get cramps. <laughs> Drink your Powerade. I was fine. Well oiled machine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Happy New Year. You know. <laughs> but uh, all right, so let's get to the t- content. We are talking ready for war. That's what we've been talking about. Yeah. Being ready for war. We talked week one about uh, being a citizen of the kingdom and loyal to the commander. Uh, then we talked about following orders and preparing for battle. Last week, we talked about being a man of integrity and a man of authenticity. Mm. This week, week four, we're going to talk about a being a, a real man or a man uh, that makes a stand. I don't know why I couldn't get that out, but makes a stand. <laughs> just read. Just read what you read. Just read, read, read. Well, I couldn't <laughs> tell if that was a four or an A, so I was stalling. But anyways, a, a real man makes a stand and rises to the challenge. That's how you can be ready for war. So let's, let's talk about making a stand. All right. Cool. All right. What's the difference in the two? Okay. We talked about. Yeah, we talked about this. So, so making a stand and rising to the challenge. Uh, one, I believe, the way we're going to define it anyways, is defensive. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, we're not, I'm not going backwards from here. Yeah. You draw a line and say, this is it. No you're retreat from offensive this. Or a defensive lineman. Yep. You're not letting people get past you. That's right. Nobody gets past this point. You're a wall. Yep. Um, and then rises to the challenge. That would be, that would be offensive. That would be willing to fight. Mm-hmm. That would be moving the ball forward mm-hmm. uh, that's that's how we're differentiating anyways <laughs> for the purposes of this episode yeah so um so yeah let's talk both necessary in battle yeah but you got to be able to do both right so let's talk scripture um for making a stand i'm going to read ephesians 6 10 through 13 finally be strong in the lord and in his mighty power put on the full armor of god so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes mm. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done that, after you've done everything, to stand. (laughs) So, clearly, we're talking about not going backwards. We're talking about taking a stand, not losing any more ground. To anything else, mm. um, this is uh, this is this is drawing the line in the sand. I think this is. Uh, I think this has to come before taking before before. Uh, what's the second one you talked about? Uh, taking charge, rise to the challenge, rising to the challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because um, we have to have we have to have something that we're willing. Some hills we're willing to die on, yeah, and uh, things we're willing to fight for. If we don't have those things, we're not going to go like charging into battle. That's right. That's right. We're not. We're not going to go to try to take more ground if you can't. We're not even willing to hold the ground we're on. Yeah, you, you, the ground you're holding isn't worth it. Then, all right, cool. Get swept up. Move mm-hmm. on. You will 
history will forget you and so will reforming manhood. <laughs> this is why history will not remember your name. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, this, this is John Lennon saying, and saying, you don't cross that line. Mm-hmm. You don't cross that line. This, this just does not happen. Um, these are things that men, you need to have a reputation and to have principles in doing. So, so biblically speaking, who, who's the guy we're talking about when we talk about being principled or, or making a stand? Uh, I said Daniel. Yeah. Daniel, yeah. whenever, whenever they're telling him, eat all these meats, eat all these, and he's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay kosher. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to it. I'm gonna stick to what God told us to eat. And, uh, I mean, also whenever they told him he couldn't pray and he's like, no, I'm gonna pray. Yeah. Yeah. And you're gonna see me pray. Yep. Yeah, these these are things he's not. He was willing to take whatever punishment came. He used wisdom intact. Um, scripture says, I think Daniel two, that he used wisdom intact to talk about the officials. Now, just to give you a little bit more setting, remember they were in captivity, and uh, um, he had already lost. If I'm honest, more than likely, he'd already lost his manhood. Um, they turned these people into eunuchs, typically, and so. Uh, but even still, man. He had a set on him. <laughs> All right, cool. uh, he, uh, he's, he, he took a stand. He said, I'm not, I'm not going backwards from here. Here's the things I'm willing to do daily. And he Throw me. had, Throw me in the lines, Dan. Yeah, See if I freaking care. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing the right thing. Shadrach, Meshach, and Benigo. Yeah. Throw us in the fiery furnace. See if we freaking go care. ahead. Go ahead. Even if we can, we're not bound down to you. That's right. Um, and so, so they said these, these are the lines. We do not cross. Um, so, men, you need to have those lines drawn ahead of time. Mm-hmm. That's how you know the ground you're standing on is worth defending. Is you've, mm-hmm. you've got these lines, and sometimes I'll be honest. Sometimes you don't know until you've let someone cross them. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I didn't like that. I don't even like the way I look. I, I don't even want to look myself in the mirror, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've got these great regrets, and uh, and that helps you to grow a spine. That helps really, really just uh, put armor around your spine and say, no, 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 I'm not going to be a jellyfish, a spineless anymore. This is a stand I, I'm willing to take because I hate myself if I don't, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you got you to gotta spend the time. you got to do the soul-searching time that says, all right, well, what, what are those things, right? Um, and I think there's some basic things we can um, push you towards as men, um, but uh, but a lot of that... You can take my list, but it sure is a whole lot better if it's your list, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but let's give them generals. What are, what are some general, you know, three to five things that, that men need to know? You want to be prepared for war. Here's the stands you need to take. What do you got? Um, there's definitely a lot of that. A lot of mine is going to be theology. Mm-hmm. And so whenever people are um, blaspheming God. Yeah. It's time to stand up. Yeah. <laughs> take a stand. Um, <clears throat> also, when people are trying to, um, when people are teaching false doctrine, yeah, like straight up heretics, yeah, theology about the Trinity, anything like that, I definitely, and especially if it's affecting people I know, friends or family. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to let that happen. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm, we don't cross that line, right? Yeah. Um, I'm taking a stand for this. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think as men, we need to be able to stand up and defend the defenseless. Mm. And, uh, and so we, we, we need to take a stand that says, no, 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 no. It's wrong to kill babies. Mm. 
it's wrong. Um, you think it's rights? No, I'm saying it's wrong. And, uh, and I don't have to be tolerant of the killing of babies. And yeah. so we don't do that. <laughs> mm. And, uh, and so, so yeah, those are, those are other things. Um, I think there's moral things that, um, I'm not, that you're not bringing trannies to my library. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not happening. You could try that in other places, but you're not doing that in my town. No, sir. Um, I'm taking this stand. Um, that's perverted. That's, that's twerking for children. We don't do that. This means we have to, I mean, this, this means we have to show up at voting booths. Yep. We have to take a stand in those places. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of a lot of believers are have been too comfortable just saying, "Eh, we'll just let whatever happens happens." Yeah. I even saw I even saw Christians in the last election that I don't know who they voted for, but I remember them making Facebook posts like, "I'm just going to trust that God is sovereign." You voted for a bad leader, didn't you? You <laughs> coward! <laughs> you made a bad decision, and now you're going to blame God. <laughs> you're a loser. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, I think I think that's one way we have to take a stand. Um, yeah, I think I think to stand uh, up for things like that. Yeah, you yeah. talk about not letting trannies in the library. I've also heard you talk about like you're not letting sin come into not come into your house, but like I've, I've heard you talk about family members that gay, lesbian, whatever, mm-hmm. where it's like that's not going to happen in my house. And if it does, I'm going to call it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a stand. This is my home. Um, I dedicated this house to God Almighty, abode for the Holy Spirit to dwell, and I'm not letting that in my house. Um, you want to come over? Sure, I'll be hospitable. Um, but you sure as heck better not try to take a stand for your immoral activities in my home Mm. because I'm bringing every, everything I have to bear on that. Um, Mm. and, and my kids aren't going to have to be silent. About immoral actions in our home, you know? no anime in your home either. No, the anim- animes for trannies and queers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so so I think those are places you need to take a stand against sin, um, and and in taking a stand against sin, that means sin that you, that you might could bring in, right? And so so that's why every device I've got's got covenant eyes on it, because um, I don't want to be the one bringing bringing lust and other things into my home this is again this is a boat for the holy spirit and i would dedicate it to him and i'm going to stay dedicated to that um mm-hmm. it's it's a line i draw you know yeah um let's see uh yeah so i think that's that's pretty roundabout good way to talk about taking a stand it's drawing a line in the sand and and saying no 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 we're not going back any further than this mm-hmm but the next step I believe we need to take, if we're going to be ready for war, is rising to the challenge. We need to be able, be able and ready to move the ball forward. Sometimes it's time to go on the offense. That's right. Sometimes it's not enough to just take a stand, but now you actually have to get in and fight. Yeah. Yeah, let's fight back sin. And I would say even especially right now, mm-hmm. we're living in a time where that's even more a necessity. Yeah. Yeah, um, let, let me go to Second uh, Timothy 4, 2 through 5. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with patience and careful instruction. For the time will come where people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. 
Then they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations, endure hardships, do the work of the evangelist, discharge all the duty, duties of your ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, we are to move the ball forward. We're not to wholly huddle. We're not to just create a safe wall. Um, but we're to advance his kingdom. Mm. Yeah, we've definitely talked about that before. Yeah. Um, and uh, how we have a part to play in this, mm. putting everything under Jesus' feet. Mm. Um, it's uh, we tell our we tell our church all the time. It's by His people sharing His gospel that that's to happen. That's right. Yeah, um, we 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 got to do something. We, we yeah. got to be the ones taking it. For some reason, He chooses to use us. Yeah. So let's go be used by Him. Yeah. This means it's going to. There's going to be times where we're going to have to piss some people off. Yep, it's going to happen. Like Elijah, right? Elijah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, yeah. The the example I had was Elijah fighting against the prophets of Baal, where they're. He's even mocking them. Oh man. They're 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 supposed to be calling down fire onto this altar, and they're doing all these things trying to get the pro, trying to get Baal to to work, and as they're as they're doing all of their little things, trying to get Baal to bring down fire, he says, uh, "He says maybe your God is pooping. <laughs> maybe your God is pooping. That's maybe, one of my favorite maybe, things. Maybe he's sleeping. Maybe he's pooping. Be louder." And they get yeah, louder. Ahead. And again, it's just it's one of those face-offs. Whichever God burns the altars, the one true God, and uh, they go first and swing and a miss. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're. Their God was busy pooping. He was sleeping. Yep. <laughs> Whereas the God of the Bible. story of the Bible, yeah. too. Yeah. The God of the Bible, he never sleeps and never slumbers. Yeah. And he brought the fire down. Mm. And uh, Elijah had him soaking it in water. Yeah, go ahead. Put some soaking water. Soaking it in water. Fire. God just, pfft, the whole thing. The whole thing. All of just it. Just nuked it. Uh, just napalm. <laughs> Done. Probably so. The fire of God. Um, this was Elijah going on the offense. Um, this is this is what we need to be doing, Christians. We need to be going to get. We're going to get ground. Um, we are we're advancing the kingdom. We're setting up outposts and then moving into the outposts and then go a little further, set another outpost and then move in and claim that territory. This mm. is Christian dominion. Mm. We're fight, we're fighting the enemies of God. That's right. Because believe it or not, there's still enemies of God out there. They're out there. And uh, where to where to fight them? Pray against them. Yeah, pray some imprecatory psalms. It's good for you. Ooh, find us an example of an imprecatory psalm. Uh, but yeah, we're, this is Christian dominion. This is lay, laying the land, laying the morals of the land, laying this place under the feet of King Jesus. That's what we want to be doing. Um, this is being outspoken for the gospel in some places, right? And so we don't have to be tolerant because. What we have to say and what we might believe could offend someone. They sure don't mind sharing things that offend me. So why can't I share mine? What that might offend them and it might offend them and cause them to repent. Their mind at least has some hope in it, right? That's why I share these hard things um, in hopes that they will look at their life and see how the law they have broken. And mm-hmm. so now they need to repent and turn to Jesus where there is hope. Um, and then like you talked about, we need to be praying 
And, uh, and the Psalms teach us to pray, teach us some hard things to pray. Maybe that we need to, uh, um, be willing to risk like, wait, this doesn't seem very nice that I'm praying. Um, well, I, I'm, I feel okay saying his kingdom come, but if his kingdom coming is coming, you know what that means? Other kingdoms are going down in flames to, to Yahweh, right? To King Jesus being laid at his feet. And so, so yeah, you can pray his kingdom come and that counts. Um, but also the old Testament gives us some, some good ways to be praying. Did you find something yet? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Psalm, uh, Psalm 69, it's long, but, uh. Well, just give us a little, a little yeah, yeah, five verse yeah. snippet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for Psalm, uh, what did I say, 69? Yeah. Verse 22. Um, may their table before them become a snare, and when they are in peace, may it become a trap. May their eyes grow dim so that they cannot see, and make their loins shake continually. Pour out your indignation on them, and may your burning anger overtake them. May their camp be desolate. May none dwell in their tents. For they have persecuted him who you yourself have smitten, and they tell of of the pain of those whom you have wounded, and iniquity add iniquity to their iniquity, and may they not come into your righteousness. May they be blotted out of the book of life, and may they be not be recorded with the righteous. Mm. Mm. So that's uh churches I grew up in wouldn't say pray this. Yeah, they sure wouldn't. Yeah, no, me neither. Um, we, I think the 11th commandment was be nice, you know, and that's not mm-hmm. nice. Mm-mm. You just pray that their loins shake. <laughs> you want them nervous to their gonads. Yeah. That's put, a, put your wrath out on them. Yeah. 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 That their camp would be empty, that they wouldn't have kids. That's what you're praying, right? Um, yeah. that they wouldn't grow. And, uh, and I think, uh, I think we need to be, be brave, bold men ready for the battle. Um, you want to rise to the challenge? You want to advance the ball? You want to move the ball forward? You need God's blessing, and you need him to act. And so ask him to act. In the same way that the psalmist in Scripture said. <laughs> What's yeah, wrong with that? You know, It may look... War may look different today than it did for the people of Israel. Mm. But war is still here. Yeah. Um... And uh, it's not wrong to pray like the kings of Israel. That's right. That's right. Um, In times of war. Yeah. So, so we need we need to be praying that God would advance His kingdom, um, and in doing so, that He would take down the other kingdoms, <laughs> the strongholds that are there. Yeah. Um, so we can build an outpost, so that we can take dominion in the land, and um, that means the culture. That means everything, right? Um, in a nutshell, we're saying in this one, you need to be slain dragons, men. Mm. Uh, what did G.K. Chesterton say about slain dragons? Um, he said, fairy tales do not tell children dragons exist. Children already know that dragons exist. Fairy tales tell children the dragons can be killed. Mm. That's right. There are dragons, and in this case, there is evil out there, men, and it, and it needs to be slain. I mean, uh, I was watching some comedian today joke about the 26 visits Bill Clinton did to Epstein's Island. Mm. Tw- 26 visits to Epstein's Island to do horrific, awful, nasty things um, to probably innocent people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that's something that, that we can joke about now, apparently. Um, no, no, no. Evil, evil's not funny. Um, and that kind of evil needs to be slain, and it's not going to be slain by men sitting back and putting their hands in their pocket and minding their own business. Uh, no, 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 no. The dragon comes down by the hand of the mighty man's sword. And so sharp, sharpen 
your sword and start swinging men. Yeah, I always, I always get. Um, there's a lot of comedians that I like mm-hmm. that are definitely not believers, right? But they just don't care, like, right? They're just going to tell jokes and they don't care who they offend, which is nine out of ten times pretty funny. Yeah, probably eight out of ten. Yeah, yeah. But uh, every once in a while they'll make some joke where they're talking about making some jokes about abortion or something, and uh, those aren't funny to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You crossed the line, homie. There are lines, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we need to uh, be willing to fight the battle. And I, I guess, here's the thing, uh, I, and I'm about to date myself, being a 90s kid. Um, but You're uh, not a 90s kid. What am I? 80s? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I was definitely a teenager. When were you born? 79, all so right. So you're a 70s kid. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. <laughs> I did my raising in the 80s and 90s, all right? But uh, I do remember I probably was 16 when uh, Braveheart came out. And it was like the longest movie I'd ever heard of. They're making another one. Do you know that? No, I can't wait. Um, but uh, here's the difference, men. Robert the Bruce and William Wallace. We got a lot of Robert the Bruces out there mm. um, who are trying to, to placate um, and and make it okay and take the sharp edges off of this William Wallace guy. Um, but we all know if you had to choose which one of those men you want to be, it's William freaking Wallace. William Wall- At the end of the day, Robert Bruce was a coward. Yeah. In the movie, I think I think history gives him a little bit more credit. But in the movie, anyways, you, you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You don't want to be the coward or the betrayer. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Let's go serve our king. Let's go get some land for our king. He's promised us this world, so let's go take it, you know? Yeah. Um, and so this is this is fighting for Jesus. Um, there's no room for cowards on this team. There's no room. Mm-hmm. There's no room. Um, you don't get to acknowledge Jesus with your lips and deny him with your words and actions. Um, this is a, if, if you truly are born again, you really are part of his kingdom, you really are regenerate, um, you really are a Christian, um, I think it's more like, uh, what was that game we played over Thanksgiving? DC Universe Online. Um, all the superpowers have gone out. You didn't ask for them, but you got them. Mm. <laughs> Guess what? Welcome to the Justice League. You're part <laughs> of this. It's time to go fight. If you don't, you're, there's you're an less. Avenger now. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. You're an Avenger now. It's time to go do this thing. Right? Um, so as we wrap up, any, anything else I forgot? Uh, nope. I don't think so. Okay. Um, two things. Build a wall. You need to, you need to have that shield. Hold that shield up and nothing gets past you. Um, draw the line in the sand. And, uh, and so that that's making a stand. And then also, you need to rise to the challenge. You got to have a sword. Um, you need to be swinging it. Um, you get, need to put points on the board. Um, you need to slay dragons. You need to fight evil. Mm. Go serve our king. <laughs> <laughs> serve our king, as uh, Todd Friel says. Uh, you guys, don't forget to like, share, subscribe to our podcast. Um, go check out our Facebook group, for Manhood. There's a link in the description. And don't forget to leave a review. Yep. Um, and, and, and I, I guess make it practical. Like, what are you really going to do to fight these things? Mm. Um, what are you really going to do to, to have your shield up, to draw a line in the sand? And what are you really going to do to advance the kingdom? Anyways, my name is Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. You guys be sweet. Show Jesus. Later. Later. Later.